For the past 11 years, VIP Tires of Sales and Service has partnered with the Make-A-Wish Foundation to grant the wishes of sick kids in Maine, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, and now Vermont. You can join us by donating at your local VIP. Every dollar is generously matched by our owner, John Quirk. Give the gift of a wish this holiday season for the kids. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're on the girls' pool here, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we actually out we beat him so it's all good all right boys and girls episode 40 coming at you special special show coming at you today all right we're live on location at uh i'm gonna call it the back cave i like the back cave back back cave 2.0 you guys are paying for it you call yeah, it whatever the fuck i'm gonna call want. it the back cave it's the new race shop courtesy of uh timmons machine that they're uh, letting us use in exchange for dollar bills every month so uh big fan uh, but again, episode forty. Uh, Dan, Dan McKeg. McKeg. I mean, Sterling, Sterling Marlin. Ooh, yeah. David Strummy for like okay. ten minutes. Of that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, oh, already. I mean, you're yeah, already yeah, yeah. in a bad. I mean, he did Jesus it, but he Christ. just wasn't the best to do it. No. Well, yeah. Who is the best to do it in a forty car? Sterling Marlin. Ster- yeah. Really? Like the coolest I mean, car. The coolest. Yeah. yeah. Had to be. Had to be. Yeah. Anyway, Jamie McMurray won his first. Race he did oh, in yeah. his second start ever. He raced last year's 540 right. car too. That's oh, true. Right. Yeah, that's a comes full circle. Anyway, yeah. so as always, this is the Black Flag Podcast. It's the show where we drink beverages with alcohol in them and talk all things racing. I am Charlie Sanborn at C Sanborn I I I. To my right is co-host, co-founder of the show, Brad Saucier at B Sauce Nine Six, and to my left is Bobby Timmons at Bobby Timmons Forty Eight. But Bobby. To my direct left. We In have between pretty, the two of us. Pretty special guest here today. It's a multi-time 350 super modified feature winner. The 2005 Lee USA Speedway 350 super modified track champion. A multi-time feature winner on the, what was the, the Midwest Supers, MSA, and the ISMA Super Modified Association. And one time, he went so fast in time trials at Star Speedway, the racetrack had to throw a red flag to clean up all of the women's underwear that got thrown onto the racetrack. <laughs> he drives the Clyde Booth number 61, the Fremont Flash, now a resident of Wyndham, Maine, Mike Ordway Jr. Mike, how's it going? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, That was quite the resume. Yeah. I'm also wet right now because yeah. of that. I just That's learned incredible. a lot. I just yeah. learned a lot. Yeah, like yeah. didn't even know. Yeah, the underwear thing's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. No, big fan. So, uh, Mike, Tell us about how, well, I mean, I know how you got into racing, but tell everyone else how you got into racing and uh, talk about your racing career. Oh, <clears throat> just just like you, uh, my dad was racing. So, was so you came from a racing family? Uh, unlike me. Yeah, unlike yeah, me. Right. Yeah. At least he knows Mike now. doesn't understand our inside I caught, yes, on, I caught on to that from <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the other episodes. But, yeah, just uh, my dad raced basically his whole life. So then I came along, and I was... And you ruined it for everybody. It sounds like took the car away from him. Is that right? No, 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 no. no. not well, like not his well, dad. Years down yeah. the road, yeah. But <laughs> it's uh, no. I I wanted to race go karts and everything, and and he never let me because he was racing. And then one day he come in and asked if I wanted to race super modifieds. And so no no prior experience. You just at seventeen, eighteen years old, just jumped right into a three fifty super. Yeah, just uh, fifteen years old. Fifteen. He. Sorry. Uh, he oh, said, well, shit. He, 
when I was 14, he asked if I wanted to race, and I said, yeah. And he said, all right. He says, we'll build you a super modified. And <laughs> just start right at the top. That, my, my favorite part about that's not, like, an easy car to just, like, no. figure out. I've been out doing right it for now. three years, and I still suck. Yeah, like, at 28. Going from go-karts six, I mean. to, like, uh, a stock car or something like that, that's kind of a natural progression. But here's this big fucking 10-foot tall car with a big wing on it. Just figure it out. That, yeah. Yeah, that was basically it. He uh, <laughs> badass. He, well, you know, he had it all planned that, you know, he was going to build it. I, he started building it. I was 14. And then when I first raced it, I was 15. And But be honest with you, you know, the first time we were going to practice it at Lee, um, it was just me and him in the truck. And he told me, he said, look, he said, we don't actually, you know, have the money to fund this and, and race it full time or whatnot. He said, you know, so we're going to do what we can. He said, but basically, if you suck, you're not going to drive it. I am. And that's a so great I'd confidence never, booster headed to the racetrack. Yeah. You know, I had never driven anything and I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't really have a choice. I, I kind of had to get in it and drive it. And, you know, fortunately it worked out. You, you had sounds, to not suck. Yeah. Apparently. Sounds yeah. like you, sounds so like did you, you didn't win suck. What your first year was Oh four. Yep, the first year was 04. So you won um, the track championship your second year. Second year, yeah. So you one, didn't suck. Shit. Yeah, one, no. Yeah, not the worst. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Won five races in the track championship in uh, 2005. Okay, so then what? What so was he's next? better than us. We've established that. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so 2005, I also started racing a NEMA midget. Um, so I did both, you know, that and race Friday nights at Lee in the small block. Um and then I won the championship in 05, and we were in the garage one night, and my dad says, well, he says, I'm going to sell your car. He says, you don't have anything else to do in it. Um, <laughs> you know, you picked up a ride with somebody else in Nima, and, and uh, you know, we'll try to get some money back from it. So that's that was essentially, that at that point, the end of my small block super modified career. For the time being. Yeah. Um, you drove for both the Red 11. Who was that? Uh, Dave Bouchard. Um, that was, I think, 2009. But, uh, yeah, so 2006 I ran NEMA, and then 2007 um, apparently they decided that I was going to start racing ISMA uh, with the big blocks, and we showed up. <clears throat> you know, my dad put, put together a deal with some sponsors and stuff and picked up a ride for a guy named Rick Wentworth, um, essentially a team car to Chris Purley's, and... We were going to do just a couple one-off races, you know, here and there and, you know, take it one race at a time. And we ended up finishing fifth in the opener at Waterford that year, uh, 2007. And they said, well, you know, geez, we might as well go to the next race. Um, Unfortunately, that was at Toledo, and it was on the same night as my high school graduation. So my mom wouldn't allow us to go. She made me go to graduation, which also I was going to bring up. Heard you guys talking crap about the Epping Walmart on one of your episodes. Yep. Um, I did graduate from Epping High School, grew up in the area, but I did agree with most so of you, the stuff. So you got saying. out of the town without an opioid addiction is what you're telling us. Yeah, well, I came from Fremont. I just went to school. In Epping. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so we, uh, we didn't go to Toledo because I was graduating, um, but she made a deal with me that if I went to graduation, she'd buy me a plane ticket to fly to Michigan. Um, there was a race there the following night at M40 Speedway. So it was going to be my second ever ISMA start and ended up winning. So Holy that shit. was, that was kind of the start of it all. Um, we ended up running the full year, finished second in points. Um, 
and then I uh, lost my ride. Yeah, because the car owner was like, oh, that car goes good. I want to drive it again. Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, wait, wait. so you got it going good, and the guy's just like, no, I want I, this is mine now again? That's yeah, yeah that's, that was always the story anyway so. that the rest of us heard. I don't know how. Yeah, that was that was essentially it. Um, you know, so then after that, 2008, 2009, I kind of just bounced back and forth. I ran a couple modified races and um, ended up back in the small blocks at Lee. Um, didn't plan on it, but was there one night, had my stuff in the truck, and the guy said, hey, he said, you might as well drive my car. I don't want to. So started driving it. That, that's why you never go to the racetrack without your helmet ever yeah so and then you so that was 2009 what year did you drive for the Wickham brothers uh 2015 so 2010 uh I drove for a guy by the name of Dave Story and then 2011 I ended up buying that car oh that's right I forgot all about that myself um ran it just a couple times at Lee and then 2012 we went all through it that winter and um Went back and basically ran full-time. Um, I think there was one week we didn't go, and then one week I actually let Russ Hershey drive the car. Um, but we run uh, run most of the races, won three times, so that was pretty neat. You know, I was able to own my own car, um, you know, pay all the bills and, and still be able to win in it. So one of the nights that year, I think it was 12 or 13, I don't remember, but uh, you had just started dating Kelsey Babb, so we would all go down to the racetrack to watch you run, me and Bradley. And you got into it with another competitor. And after the race, your dad went down and was yelling at the guy. And he said, I'll fucking wreck you every fucking week. And you turned to me and you looked at me and goes, all right. Sounds like my dad actually wants to spend some money on my car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A um, couple rough moments there, but, you know, shit happens. And uh so that was 2012, and then 2013 and 14, I actually didn't sit in a race car at all. Um, I couldn't afford to race myself, um, didn't really have anything going on. And then 2015, um, week after the season started, um, the Whitcombs called me and asked if I'd come back and, and run their car at Lee. They had you know, kind of got off track a little bit. They had won some championships with, with Wayne Hallowell and Tommy Tomborello, and then... Um, you know, kind of struggled for a couple of races and they wanted to get it back on track. And, and I got in it and we ended up six the first night and they asked if I'd come back the following week. And I came back there and <clears throat> we ended up, I think Rusty just think got hurt. Just <laughs> <laughs> Rusty's trying to work on his race car behind us. If, if anybody could see what's going on right now, that Rusty's his head's in, in the, the car, his feet halo. is on top of the roll cage. I don't know much. Uh, somebody but I think needs that's to take how a picture you get into a flappy quick. bird. You, you can get a picture of that. So, can <laughs> you, you good, so bro? people know what the hell we're talking about. Is that how you get in your car? How in the that f- is how <laughs> you get into a super, just the other way. Yeah, yeah. you're supposed to go feet first. No. Rest of your feet go on the pedals, not your hands. You're, you're doing terrific. Anyway. Anyways, <laughs> Jesus. So, so 2015, you drove. Now I've talked about the Wickham brothers a lot on this show because their number 21 car like whoops my ass just about every week. Still currently. Yeah, they. Uh, they bring good race cars to the track every week. They've been in it for a long time. Um, so I was fortunate enough to race for them, uh, finished sixth the first race with them, and then they asked if I'd come back the next week, and we ended up winning. Um, so that was good. You know, I had been two years out of a race car and, and two weeks back in it. You know, we were back in victory lane, so that was kind of neat. Um, 
and we ended up winning th two more races that year, so three races total. Um, finished third in points after missing, you know, the first full week, um, and that kind of that kind of got me back in the seat. Um, you know, got my name back out there and whatnot. And then uh, it was that winter that Clyde Booth approached me to drive the car that uh, I currently drive. Now, for those that don't know, Clyde Booth has owned the probably one of the more infamous big block supermodifieds, the all plain aluminum red 61. I mean, your dad drove it for years. DJ Schulig, Lou Sacconi, John McKennedy, a lot of very talented Teddy Christopher guys drove this car. So now you're thrusted into this spotlight you know, fill in the shoes of all those, all those guys I just mentioned and your dad. Yeah. Um, there was definitely pressure. Uh, there still is, but it. uh, I flew down there that winter to, to Mooresville where the car's based out of. And, uh, you know, we were sitting there and Clyde was just naming off all of the people that had driven for him. And I, you know, I be honest with you, I says, I don't think that I belong in that category, you know, or in this race car. And, the only thing he said, he said, well, I'm going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you handle pressure pretty well with the, uh, you know, just jumping in and being told don't suck and then going out there and not sucking. That's pretty, uh, that, 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 there's that a lot to be talent. said for that. There's yeah, a yeah. lot to be said for that yeah. for sure. Yeah, you, you did get thrusted into just about every, yeah, every big it, pressure situation. It, it sounds like every, literally every situation you've been in involving a race car of some sort is just fucking do it like yeah. just hey, figure like, it we out. need to win yeah. like next week so let's let's yeah. do it that's yeah. wild to me i didn't i didn't know much about you at all to be honest like i've seen you i know the name i, I know yeah. the, the kelsey bab thing and all I that but like, he's definitely my favorite like, isma driver now i, 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 I won't tell you how many i know but like, <laughs> one definitely yeah. and I, I, have, I have i have seen you on the racetrack before but you know prior to about an hour ago i wouldn't have known you if you punched me in the mouth so exactly. a couple yeah. things about mike that that makes me laugh you know he's He's told me this story the, two years ago. We were just talking about it before we started recording. You guys were at Lee for the Isma race. I wasn't. Mike's leading the race, dominates the race. And he tells me that with like 10 laps to go, going into turn one, every lap he went by, he could see the track photographer taking pictures. And he's like, oh, shit. Well, why don't you tell the story? Because you know it. Why am I telling your stories? Well, just, you know, <laughs> when, they, when the guy starts taking pictures, you know, it makes you think that uh, – Jesus, someone's getting ready to pass me. Yeah. Um, you know, for, fortunately, that wasn't the case. Um, and then what, five laps later, you noticed people were leaving the grandstands, yeah, so the I race just, was probably over. You know, the car was good all day. Um, that's by far my best racetrack. It's where I learned to race. Um, but, yeah, you know, the guy taking a bunch of pictures down in turn one, and I'm like, Jesus, I'm like, I wonder, you know, I wonder if someone's getting ready to pass me or whatnot. And you're just trying to hit your marks every lap, and, and, uh, you know, no one had pressured me for the, you know, the previous 20 or 30 laps. I knew that I had saved enough tire to get to the end. Um, and then, yeah, you know, going into three and then like the middle of three and four, you can see basically the whole grandstands at Lee and the place was packed. And, you know, I seen people, there's just mobs of people's walking out and I'm like, man, I'm like. Maybe I'm fucking way ahead, and people just think <laughs> yeah. it's already over. Well, well, keep in mind for those listening that have no, like, have never really seen a super modified or a even big know block what the fuck we're talking at about. That nine hundred plus horsepower. I, I like that comment on the Facebook page. It's a hillbilly indie car, yeah. which it's exactly what it is. And indie car with a roll cage. But wing. there's no mirrors, no mirrors at no all. Spotters. Yeah. No spotters, no spotters, no mirrors. Just wicked expensive, loud, fastest short crazy. track cars in the world. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And yeah. it's wild. And every and, time they and go Mike, to... who's sitting here, 
is so laser focused that while going 130, 140, 150 miles an hour on a three-eighths mile track, oh, geez, everyone's leaving. I no. must have a big lead. <laughs> how the fuck do you know that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, one of those things you pick up on that once you get into it and you've done it for a while, it's, um, you know, everything kind of slows down. There is certain racetracks that, you know, you get to and you're like, Jesus, you know, we're friggin' hauling ass. Um, but, you know, other tracks, you know, you kind of get acclimated to yeah, it. Lee's, and, Lee's and probably one of the slower it. tracks you go to. It is, yeah. Um, the smoother the racetrack, the slower it feels like you're going, obviously. Um, well, this is a good segue. Brad wanted to ask something about Jucasa. I was actually looking up just questions because, again, like I wouldn't have known you if you punched me in the face 10 minutes ago, and I actually came up with no questions for Jucasa. <laughs> I was, it was 4 o'clock in the morning. I was just looking at your schedule, and I was like, oh, they go there? Oh, that's neat. That's neat. Like I know like about the Subaru uh, late model race there, but I don't know anything about it. Um, I wrote down I, – I don't think I had any notes about it, but I, I was just kind of like – There is one thing I do have, though. Uh, I know that you and Bobby both run the Flappy Bird, so you guys have that in common. But I saw the picture that I think Bobby probably posted that we were going to talk to you today on the Facebook page. And I'm looking at it, and it's you in Victory Lane at Delaware Speedway. Ontario, Canada. I also, in that car right behind you there, Bobby, have also raced at Delaware Speedway. And that place is fucking sick. It's like a big high bank Martinsville almost. It's kind of wild. Yeah, it's... Uh, you've won there twice, right? I have. It's actually becoming one of my, if not my favorite racetrack. Um, incredibly rough. In the middle of nowhere. Takes forever to get there. Um, you know, as Bobby just said, been fortunate enough to win there the last two years back yeah, to back. it was all fortune and luck, I'm sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> no skill involved whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, obviously, there is, you know, there is some, but it's, you know, back to your, you guys is you know, talking about the pressure of getting in those cars and stuff. I've just, I've been very fortunate. Um, I've never, never really had to drive underfunded equipment. Um, you know, obviously the races and championships that my dad has won, as long as he's been around, that's obviously helped. Um, you know, so I've been given great opportunities. Um, I've just had to try to make the most of them and, and been fortunate enough to do that. And now you're going on year four with Clyde Booth. 2020 will be your fourth year? Yep, it'll be my fourth year there. Um, so I've outlasted most people. Yeah, Michael uh, probably Barnes. besides my father. I heard a, another podcast that had Michael Barnes mm -hmm. on. Michael Barnes is a, a big block super modified driver at Oswego. He made it like half the day with Clyde. I don't think he made it through a full race meet. I think he got fired in is between. He, is, he, is he tough to work with? Race. Um, no, I th that was just an unfortunate situation there. Um, Michael is a, a great race car driver. He's won a ton of races. Very, very good without a wing. Yeah. I wasn't shitting modified. on, I wasn't shitting on Michael um, Barnes with that. I just, it was a funny story that he made it half a day. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, if with the team and whatnot, um, I, got distracted everyone yeah. asking yeah. <laughs> um, we do that yeah you know with the with the team and whatnot they're just uh you know if it's not going to work out it's not going to work out i was looking at your schedule trying to get questions earlier did you did you cost a thing just flipping it to me like kind of threw me off i was trying to figure Sorry. out like well no i was trying looking, to be a good host brad yeah no you you your segue was mike perfect. handles pressure you don't i get it exactly <laughs> your segue was perfect but i didn't come up with anything but i was i just wanted to ask like what's 
What's the sketchiest track you race on? Because I've watched you race in person at, at Lee and Star, which doesn't seem like I, you said Lee was one of the slower tracks or whatever. But when I watched at Thompson, I think I pulled like a muscle clenching my ass just watching <laughs> it on TV because that shit was badass. And I honestly thought someone was going to die. Is that like one of the faster tracks? Because I really just looked up Jucasa to see like what the track actually looked like to see if that was, you know, like what it was like to race there with the size was just to like compare it kind of to what the other tracks you race on. Yeah, uh, it's definitely a fast racetrack. Um, one thing with Jucasa, like I said, you know, kind of the same thing with Lee. Um, brand new pavement at Jucasa, and it's very, very smooth. So it doesn't oh, yeah. seem like you're going as fast as you are, but it is definitely fast. Um, Thompson's probably the fastest place that we go as far as straightaway speed. Yeah. Um, Toledo, Ohio, we used to go there. That was the fastest track. Um, yeah. Average speed, straightaway speed, everything at Toledo was just fast. And us, we go fast. Most of the racetracks we go to are fairly fast. Um, you know, it just like you go to Star, and obviously the speed's not that high. Yeah. Um, but just as fast as everything happens is, is yeah, you're still turning 11 and a half seconds around a quarter well, mile. i was going to say even if you go to a place like star or lee that's it's probably not the biggest fastest place that you go but you're going to be way more bunched together and actually have shit oh, yeah. flying around you yeah the uh the races there seem to be quite a bit better you know the smaller the racetracks i grew up racing on small racetracks so you know i kind of favor those more um I do, you know, I like the bigger tracks, but it just, the small, the short tracks are more fun, you know, the, yeah, with the traffic, you can get to lap cars quicker, and, you know, like at Star, quarter mile, I mean, we were in 10-9 there in time trials. That was the, the one where all the panties got thrown onto the uh, racetrack. Yeah, yeah, allegedly, yeah, that's the story, you know, I just, I come off the back stretch, go back in the pits, and, you know, they said that they had to wait a little bit to get it cleaned yeah. up. <laughs> so, so it sounds like pretty much up until this point, you've done nothing but you know, flappy birds and open wheel stuff. And you had a, like you that, had a cup but. of coffee in Chad Sullivan's late model for a year or two, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, I ran a, a tour type modified a couple times for, for Gary Casella. I drove a tour type modified a couple times for Andy Sice. Um, I made, I don't know, two or three starts in a late model. Um, one year, maybe 2008 or 2009. Um, just ripped the fenders off of it. Couldn't <laughs> Naturally. do a friggin' thing with it. Um, Going, you know, you're... again, just, you know, another great opportunity I had. It just, you know, I had never raced a car that heavy. Um, That's what I was going to say. You were probably going too slow and overthinking everything. Well, you know, if we could, I told him, you know, if we could have put a Lexan dashboard so I could see the front wheels, you know, <laughs> I think it would have been in a lot better shape. But, uh, you know, it was a neat experience to try it. Um, I'd like to try it again now that i have a lot more experience did you run um, actor races or just weekly shows at lee we just ran a couple races at lee we went to white mountain um that was actually probably my best race we started 24th finished seventh um at white mountain um, went to thunder road for the milk bowl uh i personally had no place being there um <laughs> it was awesome you know to try it uh didn't make the race but uh you know that was that was essentially my stock car career not very long is what you're telling us. No, no. I, you know, grew up open wheel, been more of an open wheel guy. And, you know, even growing up, I, you know, it would be cool to race NASCAR, but I was always more towards Indianapolis and Indy cars. So, so any desire at all to get back into a car with fenders on it at any point in time? Uh, someday I'd like to try it. All right. So, uh, again, the, the post that Bobby put up on Facebook there, 
Uh, ask the general public uh, if you have any good questions and they don't suck, drop them below. So I'm just going to kind of scroll through here real quick. Yeah, I got it pulled up too. The um, first one, uh, I don't know if you know this person. Her name, uh, Kelsey Bab Ordway. <laughs> she must be a fan of yours. She says, <laughs> <laughs> she says, when is Mike going to get his head out of his ass and win a championship? Uh, I'm working on it. I'm yeah. wor- we finished second in points twice. Um, you know, it's just the, the quality of race car that guys are bringing now and and the quality of driver you know i finished second to chris Purley my rookie year uh finished second to mike lichty this year and you know those guys are hard to beat so we're uh we're trying you know and clearly kelsey supports me the last two races that i've won she was in an entire different country Uh, (laughs) kelsey's uh, his wife if you couldn't put the pieces together you know we're, we're trying uh so next question uh fuck where'd it go uh the Justin Bowman asks this legitimate question. Uh, how hard is it not to hurt your boner with the belts when driving a big block super? Well, you know, you just got to get it tucked down before, <laughs> before, you, before you get the belts tight. It's, uh, it is. Have you ever gotten it stuck in the steering wheel? No, fortunately not yet. Not, it's, I mean, it's not that big. But, uh, come on. Um, no, it's definitely an experience. Um, you know, and a lot of people joke about that. I joke with people all the time. You know, I push my nuts around in a wheelbarrow yeah. you know, to be able to drive one of those cars. But uh, you know, it's all in good fun. For for a, just to encompass the the type of equipment you're in, and uh, like I mentioned earlier, Teddy Christopher drove the Clyde Booth 61. This is the only time in my life I have ever seen this happen. We're at Thompson one year. I think we just went for like a to hang out for the weekend. My dad wasn't racing. Teddy was leading the race, and he'd come off a of turn four, and the thing would rev way up, but it wouldn't break sideways. It wouldn't get loose. It didn't get out of shape. It just would rev way up. I'm like, That's strange. And Chris Purley gets by him for the lead, and somebody else gets by him for a second. He eventually pulls off, and what ended up happening was the car had so much grip but so much power that the wheels came loose inside of the tire. And the tires were gripped to the racetrack, but the wheels were spinning. Spinning inside of Has the Has that tire. ever happened to you in that thing? Uh, no, it is not. Um, <laughs> Clyde must have dialed back the horsepower. Did, that did happen. Um, but, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, the the motors and those things now are, are pretty unreal and the horsepower that we're able to get out of them. But uh, yeah. what are we talking here? How, like, A shitbox probably has 800. Yeah, what are we pushing in that thing? I would <clears throat> I would say the good cars in Isma now um, – I would say they're up close to 900, maybe in the, you know, the low 920s probably. Holy fuck. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's like three of mine. Yeah. That's yes. pretty wild. Certainly not uh, plow truck engines like the rest of us race. No. Um, well, a few years back when we were at Thompson, Brad had that late model that he was driving there for uh, Joey LeCare, and he went out and practiced, and then I went out and practiced, and we were sitting there that night comparing, and um, I was consistently five seconds per lap <laughs> faster than he was. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't five tenths. That was five yeah, whole wild. seconds. That, is, that doesn't even make One, sense. Really. Five, two, um, three. Yikes! Four, any, any other questions? Five. Like on here. Uh, uh, I guess. I guess the last one, uh, Mike. We know, or I know, anyway. You're an avid football fan. Yeah. You're a big fan of the New England Patriots. Let's talk about this afternoon's game coming up against the Dallas Cowboys. What do you think is going to go on? Yeah. Um, I assume <laughs> the guy. I assume he'll throw the ball to the other guy. Um, if, if they're lucky, no, I, I tell Bobby all the time. I don't. Mike Ordway talking about football is my favorite fucking thing on <laughs> this planet. He likes the, which color team do you root for? 
Uh, I don't. What What are the two colors? <laughs> <laughs> the Patriots wear blue. The sports ball teams. <laughs> yeah, well, Kelsey likes the Patriots, so I'll probably have to cheer for them. But, um, I told Bobby from the beginning. I just. I've never really been a sports fan. I played sports growing up, but then once I started racing, that was kind of the end of my sports career. Um, but, yeah, I mean, football, I just don't get. The guy, Bobby's two and a half, three feet away from me right now, and, I mean, the guy will hand him the ball, and the guy will run from me to Bobby. The whole team will tackle him, and then he'll get up and dance like yeah. he actually did something. <laughs> I listen to Bill Burr's podcast, and he has the exact same stance as you do. He gets so, like, yeah, butthurt. Just... Like, he gets full-on mad when so, people, like, make a tackle and they run to the end zone and they're, they're doing a team celebration. It's What about the guys in the bathroom wearing the jerseys? Yeah, so I was just going to bring that up. Kelsey took me to a Patriots playoff game. Not playoff long. game. Doesn't he playoff game. What he's there for. It was against um, – I'm sure he was loud. I think it was Indianapolis that they were playing. But anyways, we get down there, just like everyone else. We're 10 hours early for the game. We <laughs> sit in the car for four hours like everyone there does. And it's – I'm not even kidding you. We, we get there, right, we're forever early. And we went and grabbed something to eat, and Brad was with us, and I don't know, some whoever was with him. And uh, I, we go in the stadium, and, you know, again, two hours before the game starts, we go in and – I told Kelsey, I said, hey, I got to go in the bathroom and take a leak. So I get in there, right? I'm standing at the urinal, and there's two other guys in there. They both have jerseys on, right? I've never watched or been to a football game, <laughs> right? So I'm standing there taking a leak, and these guys finish up. They're over at the sink now, right? And they're talking just like every other sports fan, like, oh, bro, my fantasy team got this many points, and this guy, oh, this guy's looked great at practice, and tell you know, how good everyone's been looking at practice this week, and they both got jerseys on, like I said, you know, and then they high five and they say, man, we got this. We got this today. And I'm saying, I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, these guys are on the team. <laughs> so I wash my hands. I walk out of the bathroom and I'm like, Kelsey, I'm like, there was two guys in there. I'm like, they had jerseys on. I'm like, they were talking about how good so-and-so's been looking at practice. I said, I'm pretty sure they're on the fucking team. And. They basically had the same reaction you guys had. They're like, Mike, those are just two drunk fans that bought jerseys at the gift shop. Um, Holy shit. And you're convinced, though. You're 100% convinced that this guy's about to go strap on some pads and go knock the shit out of some people on the field. Yeah, at the time, yeah, I thought he was, I thought he was going out there to play, but uh, and just pounds a couple of quick beers yeah. real quick before the game. Yeah. You I know, because these guys that get paid millions of dollars to play, they just go mingle in the fans' bathroom before the game. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, you know, I'm just, I, you know, what do I know? And we we get, you know, we go out, we sit down. It's pouring rain out. And there's eight, I don't know how many people that place holds, 400,000, 80,000, whatever it is, right? And I come up with 400,000 because that's what Indianapolis holds. But anyways, 80,000 people, whatever that fucking place holds. And I shit, I shit you not. I was the only guy there sitting down. It was terrible. Probably paid $400 for a ticket just to sit. I, I, yeah, I, I didn't pay for it. Kelsey got it. She wanted to go. Brad went. A couple other people went. And like I said, it was pouring rain out, right? So everyone's standing there. Some people are getting soaked. Some people are, you know, got raincoats on or whatever. I'm like 
full blown. I looked like I was going on a hunting trip in fucking Alaska. Right? I had my poncho on, my muck boots on. I was the only guy there sitting down, but I was the, also the only guy there that did not get one drop of water on him the whole time. There you go. That's fucking Charlie, that one right up. That's the like wind. the that's like the new girlfriend you get that's never been to the racetrack before, and she's just in the trailer. Like, what in the fuck is going on? Yeah. Right now? Like, what what are the, these people doing? Yeah. But you can ask Bobby. So. Well, one more thing. Gillette Stadium, I did go back there for AMA Supercross, which was fucking awesome. So. That sounds way cooler, to yeah, be yeah. honest. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. If you're going to go to something, go to that. But I've wanted to go to Monster Jam there. I mean, I fucking Are those love... monster trucks? Yeah. No, that's dumb. What do you mean that's that, dumb? It's they, the WWE of motorsports. They also fucking jump them like 100 feet into no, the air, and then they, they smash the earth, blow trucks, all four wheels off of them. Monster trucks are terrible. They take a truck the size of your fucking house, and they drive <laughs> through a camper that they took the framework out of. You're proving my point. What is not cool about that? Cool story. <laughs> Unbelievable. I love it when they ship I'll go to Monster Jam by myself then. I, I love it when they ship those fucking things off of like a 60-foot jump and just fucking lawn dart it and break the fucking front axle. $100,000 of equipment flying yeah. into the grandstand. Like you went out of your way it. to break that. Like, that's not a cheap endeavor that you just pulled off there. Like, you, you just broke a house in half. All I can picture now is Bobby at Monster Jam by himself standing up with everyone else there, but everyone else is so short because they're kids, and it looks like they're, <laughs> they're sitting down. Like, they fucking love there are 11 year olds with 2x t-shirts on that are three feet tall yeah. it's gonna be great yeah hey with got, my, got my foam finger that says at me next time all right <laughs> with coke stains on their lips i got my foam finger that says el toro loco on it. bulldozer oh jesus uh, so, Mike, you got anything else to talk about? Anything else to make us laugh? Yeah, what are the I knew the football thing was going to be hilarious, so I tried well, to save that for One more for thing the about football, right? As I'll, save, little, I'll save my drink. As little as I know about this, right? We were, my brother in law, Brad Babb, right? He was getting married a couple years ago. All these kids are over at the table, right? They're all got their phones out watching. You guys were watching football. I'm yeah, just like Megan is right referring now. Referring to Bobby yeah. here, yeah. But Bobby and his buddies, they're all sitting at the table watching football. And the Patriots lost, I guess. Oh, they got smoked by the Jaguars. They're in tears over there, right? (laughs) I was not. Devastated. Jesus Christ, they lost, and this this is the end of it. I just happened to be walking by, and Bobby, you know, (laughs) Bobby knows my sports history, and he says, geez, Mike, he says, Let's get, let us get a quick comment about the game today. I said, oh, I'm not worried about today. I says, we'll get him in the playoffs. <laughs> they won the fucking Super Bowl. So. Yeah, well, he wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. Was yeah. not wrong. That's, wrong. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it was week <laughs> two against the Jaguars. which is, well, I was not that upset because I also knew that it doesn't See, fucking matter. I feel, I feel like you probably were. Single and you digit, didn't realize Single digit tears. Also, it, is, it is pretty frustrating. Ago, no, two weeks ago, we're at, back at Brad's house Stop recording it. an episode. And yeah. then we leave afterwards, and you know, we're done recording, and we go to uh, a restaurant afterwards, the three of us. And Bobby is watching this game on full the on TV. Full-on mood swing. Yeah, yeah like while we were from eating. one <laughs> full direction to the other. Like yeah. He's like, oh, they I, fucking I suck. This, like, I knew they are going to lose. Like yeah. This is fucking dumb. I knew this was going to fucking get, happen. And they go and get a touch, and I was like, yeah, yeah, they got it right where they want him now. Yeah. Like that's what they, that's what they're, they're making about. this let's, seem a lot worse. He's than like, it is. let's let's go white. Like the only guy like aggressively shouting at the restaurant. <laughs> that's yeah, the joke. Definitely yeah. not into it at all. Yeah, <laughs> they were wearing their white uniforms. I, I I understand that, but I think everybody else watching the thirty-seven TVs on the same channel also saw that. Oh, that, yeah. 
that, that's how my wife gets. She'll be sitting there right on the edge of the couch. Jesus, what are they doing? Right, this and that. I don't know, Kelsey. But whether they win or lose, I have to go to work tomorrow. So yeah. I'm going to bed. Right? And perfect example, Thursday night. We're sitting there in the living room, right? We watch about a half hour, maybe 45 minutes of TV per night. So normally we watch buck tracking, right? Guys up north in the snow, deer hunting, right? Yeah. Rivet, riveting stuff. TV. Yeah. That's a TV show? I'm into it. <laughs> I'm into all I'm, of it. was unaware I'm, that. I'm going to get this deer. Oh, yeah. yeah, they go up there oh, buck tracking. I didn't get it. I'll watch that no, so and what, cops. That's yeah, what they it. do, they, you know, they find a deer track in the snow, and at the end of that track is a deer, so they walk uh, up and they shoot that's it. That's 10 out of 10 Wait, exciting so, TV right So are you, are you a hunting kind of fella? Oh, Big yeah. time. Yeah, you, you, you like to shoot things? Yeah. See, now I, I'm now on track with you and the football thing where I don't fucking understand that at all. I'm very, you're very gonna wake me up into hunting, but I would love to watch that. You're going to wake me up. <laughs> you can't plant the I don't, fucking deer. But I don't understand. You, you the, can plant anything I, on reality see, TV. See, my problem with it, though, is I don't understand getting up at, oh, God, 30 in the fucking morning on my day off to. Not on Sundays. Can't not, hunt on Sundays. Is that a thing? Yeah, that, that's yeah, the yeah. law. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, Jesus, I'm learning Jesus said no. I'm learning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that was solely it's his. the Sabbath day. So you're gonna wake shoot animals on the day. You're gonna wake me up at fucking way too early in the morning to put on a bunch of heavy clothes because it's fucking wicked cold outside yep. to go out in the dark to sit in Can't the, the dark. It's gonna yeah. be daylight. Yeah, but you got to be there for when the sun comes up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I wasn't wrong. So I now I'm waiting for the sun to come up when I could be sleeping to maybe see a deer. Am I wrong? Because there's like a whole fleet of the fucking things that go through my backyard pretty regularly. I've been, I've been hunt- we'll go out there. I don't want it like, <laughs> like why? it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why the deer hang out there. They know. I've been hunting about 15 times. Did everything Charlie just said. Never once have I seen a deer. I want to go again so bad. You, so you, you enjoy this process. I do. It, I don't. I, I, I don't understand. There's something wicked peaceful about sitting in the woods, just do, doing. Do you know? You know? You know what else is like wicked peaceful? Sleeping in my goddamn bed. It's great. <laughs> I've never Every slept time. before. The, my <laughs> eyes have a pulse right now, so I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You're speaking yeah, you're of four, four in the morning. See, I'd like yeah. hunting. The only problem is when I hold a gun, I uh, I develop Parkinson's. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't shoot any of you guys from right here. <laughs> See, see, my biggest thing was bird like, hunting. Like, why? Like, one, now I gotta go shoot the thing. Yeah. Then it, it's probably heavy. Then I gotta <laughs> drag the fucking thing out of the woods. Cardio. Yeah, it's and like going to the gym. No, I don't want to do that. Well, and then I gotta drag the thing out. It's then like I CrossFit cut, for rednecks. But then I gotta cut the fucking. The, I got to get its innards out. Yes. Yeah, I, I gotta clean the meat. I've like, it sounds way easier just go to fucking Walmart and buy meat and throw yeah, it on the grill. They don't so sell venison at Walmart. You fuck. Yeah. I, why do I need venison? Because it's, it's delicious. Is it any better than steak? Okay. Yeah. Is yeah. it? A th- is that a thing? I don't know. It. Well, it's fully organic for uh, the Democrats out there. They love it. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're against hunting, but they want, you know, they want the full organic stuff. It's like, well, um, you can't have fucking bulls, so take your pick. But, yeah. But I, I just, I don't Grass fed. I had moose once. Yep. Oh, and even I, better. I was pretty Delicious. okay with it already being dead and just eating it. Like, I didn't have to go find it. Well, I didn't have did to the shoot the fucking you. thing. Moose hunting yeah, would be a great. thrill, though, because those things are fucking massive. Yeah. Yeah. For the, my wife shot a moose uh, last month. And it was and like oh, no less than 1,700 pounds. 724 pounds. Yes. Jesus. See, for those that aren't from this general area or have seen a moose, even a small moose is a big goddamn moose. Yeah, you're going to yeah. need a Chevy 3500 to maybe move it off the road. Yeah, like, and it's truck. probably taller than your truck. A dump yeah. truck just in case. Like for, for those that are, like again, not from this area, then the state of Maine, me anyway, when I went to Driver's Ed, they teach you. 
if you're gonna hit a moose in your car, hit the gas and not the brakes. So you take it out higher above the knee so the <laughs> yeah. fucking thing doesn't yeah. land so on you in the, the driver's thing. seat. No, I'm serious. <laughs> no, that is they the taught thing. us that. Like yeah, you I need to hit that. the gas and not the brakes so the fucking thing doesn't land <laughs> on top of you and kill you. Growing up, like these are majestic fucking like yeah. beasts the problem is, of animals. Like, like Mike said, that 724 pounds, but they're also eight feet off the ground. Like the center of weight, way fucking high. Yeah, it's it's like a. It's like an oil tank, ten feet in the air, with like skinny legs on it for ten. It's well, if you hit it right wild. and you survive, you will have meat until twenty twenty five. Delicious meat. No, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell of a story. Hell of a yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have better chance. Like my hunting. If I hunted, I would be more successful if I just drove around. I, so I got a question. <laughs> I hit something to, before I could get, shoot like, something. You have to get like tags and shit, right? For yeah. hunting, yeah, you're like, only you have allowed to one deer per season, one moose per so, season. So, question: If you're driving on your way. To your hunting spot, and you smoke one in the road. Do you count. have to tag that? No. Nope. Can nope. you keep it? Yeah. It, well, if you, want. if you alert the local authorities and they give you permission to, see. So you, yeah, you get like a police. So you get a free deer. If you're up north, if you're up in northern, I'd Northern much, Mead, you just I'd yell much really rather loud. play Frogger with deer than shoot the fucking thing. That sounds way more fun. I want to hit it with my fucking five hundred dollars yeah, Saturn. That's your vehicle. Yeah. No, you don't yeah. bring your nice one. <laughs> you get. <laughs> <laughs> Mike says this started off as a football story. Well, this Mike, welcome to the Black Flag Podcast. Yeah. We are uh, a audio representation of the attention deficit disorder. Well, long story short, what I was getting at is we the other night we were watching buck tracking on TV. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah, and then oh. bring it all the way back. And yeah. then about the third episode in, Kel says, "Well, I've had enough of this." They said, "All right, you know, whatever, what you know." I should turn something on. So she puts on the football game on Thursday nights. I shit you not. I saw the guy throw the ball too. I don't know how long it takes to make two plays, but I saw the guy throw the ball twice. I woke up, 45 minutes had gone by. <laughs> Kelsey's sitting there watching it. Uh, fuck this, I'm going to bed. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, see, I don't I, know if Charlie can relate to this, but as a as a hardcore hockey fan, yeah. hockey is so fast paced that oh, I yeah. will fall asleep during football games. Yes, all the all time. the time. See, All the time. Like, I, I don't dislike football by any means. Neither. Now, but the way that Bobby and apparently your wife are about the Patriots, I am a same way about the Bruins. Yeah. Like, I will get I'm the same rowdy. Way about the I will See, get and I'm obnoxious. the opposite. Like, I like the Bruins, but for me, hockey season doesn't, til- doesn't start until the Super Bowl's over. For yeah. you. Yeah. I, and I understand yeah. that. I get yeah. that. We I won't watch a thing. Bruins game until the Super Bowl's over. And then in come June, when they're in the Stanley Cup, I'm just see, like you guys. See, like, you're but, a, get them, team. But, like, the way yeah. that Bobby is about the Bruins, I, quick story. I went and saw the Bruins play in Detroit against the Red Wings before the Joe Lewis arena came down. And I was the asshole wearing a Bruins jersey in the middle of Detroit going to the Detroit Red Wings bar across the street. How'd that work for yelling, you? Yelling, fuck the three, like the 3 one three. Because oh, wow. I was that's that, aggressive. that aggressive. I'd probably just try to blend in if I were you, but no, you do that. No. Yeah, I don't know about Detroit and yelling something like yeah, that. Yeah, I did like, that in Columbus. I did that in Detroit. Cool story. Someone You tried yelled to... about Detroit's area code in Columbus? No, I in Detroit, but then I yelled about the Blue Jackets in Columbus. Right, but did you change the area code? Probably. I don't know what Columbus's area code is. I couldn't tell you. So you were so yelling, to... fuck Detroit, in no, Columbus no. with a Bruins yeah, jersey. Someone you tried to what? run okay, me over with a truck This is how the whole racing family thing started. I didn't get the finish. Yeah, well, you're not going to get the finish. It's fine. Mike, you like the Bruins. You're a Bruins fan, or you like go? I mean, you guys go to Bruins. You games. like sports puck instead of sports ball. So, <laughs> used to be a big Bruins fan. We had a deal with a guy through racing. Um, had a suite at the Bruins game whenever we wanted it. Just oh. show up at the will call window, get the tickets. Um, my sister yep. liked it a lot more than I did. Oh, her your and sister's her a diehard Bruins. Yeah, fan. I mean, she's drank out of the Stanley Cup. She's <laughs> done a whole bunch of stuff. Um, 
she's big into into the hockey Holy thing. Fuck. But I uh, once I got rid of Tim Thomas, that was the end of my hockey career. There. Oh, you were a Timmy kind of guy. Loved oh, yeah. Tim Thomas. Really interesting. I like, I like Tim Thomas. Uh, uh, just a few insider things I've heard about him. Weirdo. Total, oh, yeah. total strange human. That's fine. Very yep. weird. Great at stopping pucks. Yeah, not the worst at it by any means. But then, like, just disappeared off the face of the planet. Yep. Yeah. So that He's was missing. Um, that was my hockey thing. Baseball, also not really. News. Kelsey actually made me watch the. Was it last year that they won the World Series? Yeah. The team from Boston. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the ones the with the Red Sox. The Red Sox or the yeah. Bruins. So <laughs> she made me watch. We were watching the World Series games there, and same thing. I mean. I had gone to Fenway. Last time I went to Fenway, just to give you a little time frame, Mo Vaughn was the star player. What? You guys probably weren't even born <laughs> <Nope>. yet. <laughs> but anyways, we're sitting there watching World Series. Same thing. I mean, it's two dudes in a field playing catch. <laughs> what? I, I don't get it. I, Does it make you know. feel any better that they're getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars for that game of catch? Oh, I mean, yeah, I, it is what it is, I guess. I just, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. Me either. Fuck. It's uh, a lot of money. So sure, sure. I think I think sports with Mike Ordway needs to be a weekly segment <laughs> on this show. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Uh, should we go into racing at all? Yeah. So uh, Mike, stuff? you can hang out and, yeah. and add in, or if you want to leave, it's up to you. But uh, thanks for thanks for your time. Yeah. We yeah if you want to if you want to chirp into the, the stupid shit we're about to go over, you're more than welcome to stay. Um, I would tell you I would tell you to to thank Mike Ordway on social media, but he doesn't have any of it. So yeah. Um, just yeah. thank Kelsey. He's smarter, he's smarter than the rest of us realizes that Facebook's fucking gay. I actually yeah. envy him because I've wanted to delete all my social media for so long. Like almost every day. I don't know how you yeah. do it. I, yeah. I just I have too many things that I need to use it for. Right. I have yeah, too it's, much it's boredom become too much life. of a tool at this point to, <laughs> yeah. to not have it. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just... I don't know. I had Facebook at one yeah, time I remember. in my life. Um, <clears throat> and then Brad won a bunch of races at Star driving for the track owner and you got rid of it. Well, yeah, I just... I had had enough of it. Um, I now spend my time doing productive things. Um, well, I try well, to at least. Fuck the rest of um, us. But, yeah, I mean, if thanks for having me. And if I ever join social media again, maybe. Well, I do have Snapchat, but I don't know. Is there, like, a name for I don't Yeah, know. what is your? I, I can look really it up. I'm not sure what my name is. Bob, you can look it up. Um, <laughs> you're, you're one of my top friends. Oh yeah! See, there we go. We exchange machining pictures because I do quite a bit of. Machining. So that's uh, at Mordway ten M Ordway ten no space just at Mordway ten. So add Mike on social media and what, weird what, amount. He probably won't answer. Uh, that was my race car number when I first started. Uh, yeah, because your dad yeah. your dad kind of started getting famous driving the number ten. Yeah, so he started when he was younger. Um, I think he was, I don't know, 18 or 19. He started off as number 10, and then as he went to race for other people, his numbers kind of got changed around. But um, I would say, yeah, when he was winning the, well, um, yeah, most famous probably for the number 10 or the number 61, which I currently drive now. I still remember him as 26, and he didn't drive that car very long, I don't think. Yeah, through the mid-90s, um, he did for Paul Donegan. But they won a bunch of races, two championships, and in two in uh, 1996 they all raced at Lee. <clears throat> Russ Wood drove the 29. Your dad drove the 26 for Paul Dunnigan Auto Palace. Those cars finished one two every single race except one time. My dad won. My dad was the only one that beat them you, all year. You say that like in 1996, you and I weren't three years old. We were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, you guys are just kids. I was a <laughs> The How car. I'll be 31 on the 18th of December. 
Jesus Christ. She's still a young fella. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. You look, you look pretty not bad for it. They make I mean, a an die for that. You can fix that. Yeah, well, I, sometimes I think it shows experience. I mean, if you only you know? knew, if you only knew somebody that owned a hair salon that could fix that for you. Yeah, I don't know what kind of censorship or you none guys zero the, zero. None. Yeah, so <clears throat> growing my beard out, but I always tell Kelsey that I hope it wears off from friction. Hi <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Into it. I you haven't used the soundboard like at all, but yeah, uh, no, that, uh, you know, know you know which one it is. Oh, maybe. Uh, I guess it's just not nope. going to work. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. All right. I was assuming it was a Pornhub one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I hit it. I, oh, there it is. <laughs> Mike, do you know what fuck. that sound is? Uh, no, I didn't really hear it. Rusty no. was dropping her inches. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play it again. One more time. Come on. Come on, little board. You can do it. I don't know. What? Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely not. Anytime you watch a video on Pornhub, it starts with that. Oh, yeah, Jesus, I usually have the volume way down. I don't want to wake, wake anyone. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, Mike, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Like I said, you're more than welcome to hang out and chime in. Uh, I don't have a, we don't have a lot of stuff. I mean, the NASCAR season's uh, over. Would you, Jesus Christ. There's, Rusty, there's some... quit doing race car things in the race car shop, okay? We're yeah, trying Rusty to record is paying them. for this race car shop, and God forbid he actually work on his yeah, race car. What the fuck? There's some, uh, there's some big news. Uh, out biggest of, of news. The bi- yeah, like, like the biggest news that's happened since we started this podcast. So the year 2020 will be James Jonathan's last full-time Cup Series ride. Jimmy Johnson. Him, him too. Yep. Um, He's a shell of his former self, so I didn't feel like it's as, it was as big. I mean, like, he should have done it last year, honestly. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Je- Jeff Gordon did kind of the same thing. He had a couple years where he sucked and then said, I quit, and then won a race and then was done. Yeah. So what's the over-under on how many races Jimmy Johnson wins this year? Well, how wins? long has he it's been? It's been 86 I mean, races since his last one? Two seasons. I think it's been two 80. seasons. It's been two full seasons. It was Statmaster mm-hmm. Megan says for sure been two seasons. Yeah, you won in 2017, but I, I thought it was the fall race. No. It was, it was definitely early on. It was well, a spring race at 18 Dover. 18 and 19 are over, so it's been at least two full seasons. Yeah, so it was at the spring race at Dover because I was there, and Larson should have won, but he didn't. That's a shocker. Subtle brag. Um, but what? but uh no I think the over under has to be set at one I mean I, I'm thinking it, one hey, gotta be set at I'm one. thinking I'm gonna take the hook half yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is half. I think he's <laughs> gonna get one maybe two maybe two I can see him getting he'll probably one. get a bullshit one where NASCAR like oh you didn't get a restrictor plate at Daytona so you win and uh, okay okay I, seen I, him do that before yeah allegedly yeah, yeah this allegedly is, this is big well I'll bring something up so later I about think NASCAR really the bigger question is who's going like in the that. 48 in 2021 see that's tough because, like Ordway Jr. yes I'm all in yeah all in. me too I will buy the t-shirt he's right probably now. the best candidate best suited yeah, currently makes is, the uh, most sense to me why yeah. would he want to drive a cup car though they go slower than super modifieds that's actually a wicked fair question yeah would True. you be interested in a cup ride uh if the opportunity, I'd, you know, I probably wouldn't turn it down. But like, I'm more of an IndyCar guy yeah, myself. Might, um, might not say no. You know, well, there's an opening at Dale Coyne Motorsports. They fired Sebastian Bourdais. There is. I actually saw that this morning. Um, didn't see that coming. But No, he was uh, pretty good at driving IndyCars. So yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, he won quite a few him, races. And, you know, um, yeah, I did the whole Jimmy thing. I'm not really sure. He might win a couple this year. You know, yeah. on his farewell. But big question: When's Donnie Schatz going to get back to winning championships? You know, yeah, that's, what's that's two years without one thing right or here. one? Yeah, that's a damn good question because he has what uh, a thousand? Well, championships. He's got what uh, 11, 10 or eleven? And did he win? Steve Kenzer has twenty. What, did he win it in twenty eighteen? Yeah. 
So he, I'm pretty so sure he's, he's gone one whole year without a championship. Correct. Jesus Christ. Correct. Yeah. That, that's kind of the same like the same conversation that comes up with Jimmy Johnson. It's like he hasn't won a championship since 2016. He's fucking done. He's hacked up. It's like Jesus Christ. Relax. Like most people don't. That's win any. a little different 20, though because I mean Jimmy Johnson wasn't even a factor in many races this true. year. True, but yeah, realistically, but, Hendrick Motorsports, other than Chase Elliott, who is pretty sporadic. Hey, you're yeah, talking shit about Al and Will, okay? Very, yeah, very correct. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know, like uh, you know, but Billy think, Billy Byron hasn't done much. Put it, put it Alex this way. Alex Bowman won one race. Put it this like, way, weirdly though. was fast one weekend. Kevin Harvick won the championship in 2014. Kevin Harvick's been next to dominant since then, and except Jimmy, at Homestead. Yeah, when it except, matters. Yeah. Except when it matters. Yeah, but he's been next to dominant. He's won so many races. Jimmy Johnson won the championship in 2016. He's not been a factor. Almost at all. That's that's right. more recent than Harvick by two years. That's yeah. you know, yeah. But good, good for Jimmy. But again, I, who's who's get twenty twenty one, Gen seven car? Who's driving the forty eight? There's multiple theories out there. Matt Benedetto. Really, I don't see that. Yeah. See, the only that reason why the only reason why I see Real that delay on the buttons. The here. only reason why I see that is because assuming Kyle Larson ends up in the fourteen, I'm just going to assume that or ten. Because, yeah, or the ten. That makes sense. We can all just assume Kyle Larson's going to Stuart Haas in 2020. Yeah, and then assuming it's, Ross Chastain goes to the 42. Which that's also probably going to happen. Because that would make sense. I would assume since Tim Sindrick, Tim, he yes. partially owns Penske, Austin Sindrick's going to have... He runs the place. I know where you're yeah. going with this, and I agree 100%. Yeah, I assume he's going to get a, okay, start a ride over at again. some point. Start over again? So Tim I'm start from the beginning Tim because Sindrick, it's a long story. Well, I've, I've gone Sindrick... On. <laughs> owns part on Cindric has money in Penske. Right. Yeah. One correct. of the Penske drivers out of the three's contract is up at the end of twenty twenty. Which one? The Deuce. Really? Ooh. I don't think he's going anywhere. Ooh, is that not where that. you were going with this? That's not I don't where think, I was going. I don't with think this. Brad's going anywhere. I was going I with saw this because that I was reading an article that Brad's got ties with Hendrick. Oh. <clears throat> at the end of twenty twenty, if he doesn't win another championship, maybe it's like all right, it's been eight years, haven't won a championship, maybe But but the reason the reason he's at Penske in the first place is because he was driving for Junior Motorsports in the eighty eight, the Navy car. We all know that. That's his, the quote unquote Hendrick ties. Right. Yeah. But he you know, his first handful of cup starts, what whether it was in the 09 Mikasuki is that what it was? Mikasuki? The one where like he put Carl Edwards in the right. fucking crowd. But other than that sounds, car, sounds right. his first handful of cup starts was for Hendrick Motorsports in the 25 car. Now, he was promised, I think it was like 2008 maybe, he was promised the 5 car. And then they signed Mark Martin to one more year. And Brad was basically kind of blindsided by it. He's like, well, fuck you. And he drive for Roger. he's driven for Roger Penske ever since. Yeah. I don't think he's going to burn that bridge with Roger Penske to go back to Hendrick. See, I just don't it's not see burning that. a bridge when your contract's up, though. But yeah. I just I don't see it. That's I could be wrong. I that's the am. reason why I think it makes the most sense that Austin Sindrick ends up in the twenty-one car, which has ties to Penske. It's not technically Penske. Give them a couple more years, put Austin Sindrick in the twenty-one car, and that frees up Matt Benedetto, where there's no place to go. Assuming but, he does good. I, the only other option that I would think is Noah Gregson, but he hasn't proved himself. He has the, to go. He wins five, six races. A lot of people maybe. are saying Hemrick, which doesn't make sense. No. no. My, my biggest thing with the, the Matt DiBenedetto thing is that once he gets in the 21, I am fairly confident that, especially now that he has the bar stool money coming with him, he has or somebody is going to lock him up, whether it's Ford, 
or well, that's somebody. That's why I don't think DiBenedetto will where, go to the 48. That's what I'm saying is Chevy that he, Ford, deal. Ford is going to lock him up in the 21. Regardless of what he's going to get tied for, with either Roush or somebody else because of the Ford I'm deal. I'm under the impression that the manufacturer contract trumps everything. Like if you're a Ford guy, yeah. that's better than being a Roush guy. Yes, or, uh, absolutely. Whatever. But, but, but then again, Busher went yeah, from a Chevy Busher to a Ford. So, so I guess we don't know. We're probably just talking but out our the, assholes. The thing logically that makes the most sense to me is that, okay, now 2020 – going into the cup series is Tyler Reddick, Cole Custer, and Christopher Bell. So you just took away our three terrible. most competitive, which again, it is terrible. I totally agree. A, I bunch, a bunch of overrated I, kids. I don't, I but think they, it's going to be a they're all, rookie. The they're year. all going into the cup series. Okay. So the you just took away the three night. most competitive Xfinity car drivers, right? So now who's left? It's Brandon Jones. Time to shine. Brandon maybe. Jones and Noah Gragson. <laughs> Noah Gragson now in top equipment driving for junior motorsports. It, this is the time that he needs to not suck. And yeah. if he doesn't suck for 2020, I think that he should he, get a hold of Mike Ordway Jr. on what it's like to not suck. Yeah, for, yeah. for real though. Yeah, yeah. Like, Performing under pressure. But my, my opinion on that is that if, if he doesn't suck, that is now a connection to Hendrick he because he drives for Junior. He needs to be padlocked to a simulator through the whole off season. Yes, and absolutely. then he's gonna end up in the 48 car because if he just because if he of, just doesn't suck for, or if he wins the championship that's where's he gonna go if that's he, my that was my know. initial thought but i don't i don't i like noah gregson i like i like the the two guys that i like coming up right now cole custer and noah gregson because i can both see my a little bit of myself in them a little socially awkward don't perform well under pressure necessarily Correct. like noah at the snowball derby i think it was a snowball derby that interview have, have you ever seen that no holy fuck the one where he tried to like he basically ask the girl does out on a date or whatever something like he that. did he, doesn't, he, he didn't, didn't run out of the banquet he didn't even know how to like if if I was put, <laughs> if if someone ever came up to me like if I finished in now the top three paper. at Oxford and I walked up and they gave me a microphone they're like what what do you think of the run I'd be like yes uh did, did good there's four of us but I finished I think yeah <laughs> oh, I finished oh, third and I told four. you about that story one, one last wrecked, night but did I tell you about that. No, I went out to have. I went out to party the other night, and I got told that somebody was at the race that I won this year, and I need to act like I've been there before. And oh, I was like, shut the yeah. fuck up! Yeah, Get wait. So jumping me. up and down on your roof is not. Apparently, it's not cool. It doesn't <laughs> no. look cool. It doesn't look good. I'm like, the I problem. Think more it's, people it's a fifty-fifty like... thing. Like you get out in victory lane. Like my second super late model win, complete fluke. Like I should have finished third. Some bullshit happened. I won the race. I got out and was like. You know, hey, I just I gotta thank all the guys. You know, this is you know, I really wanted to win a race. You know, I was, it's better to be lucky than good. And I had the same thing, but opposite. It's like, why weren't you happy you won? It's like, well, you fucking asshole. With three to go, I was gonna run third, yeah. and I ended up winning the race. So it's whether if you're too excited, be humble. If you're too humble, why aren't you excited? Yeah. So you're in a no-win situation. Yeah. There. No. Either way, like I got up. Uh, the, it was a Tuesday race, and it was the the Great American Celebration, whatever. Presented by Miller Lite, which we all know, big fan. Yep. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I got out nine of them I on the table. Right jumped now. off the door onto the roof. I hadn't won in two years. I was all sorts of excited. Now I saw somebody that was it's at the race, and late. she was like, "You, you know, I was there that night, and you need to act like you've been there before." I was That's, like, "Are you fucking joking? Like, you have from, no idea how you don't have hard very good is. luck with going out to bars and running into females about like your Anything. life. Like you always get told what you're doing wrong." Yeah. Easy. <laughs> that's, that's not the, what I was thinking. That's the thinking. show no. title. So I basically, <laughs> it easy. I basically just looked at With her. With Michael Ridge. Well, yeah. I was like, well. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. I don't want to miss the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. We got three hours. Three hours till kickoff, right. Mike. Right. Quick. You can, you can get a nap. You guys. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Hey, thanks, Mike, for you coming well. on. Do some yeah. cool shit this summer. We'll have you on again. Yeah. Yeah.
See you, Mike. What a guy. Hey, enjoy the game. What a guy. Uh, yeah, what a guy. Yeah, big no. fan. So I basically just so go on social media. Thank us for having Mike on because yeah. you can't go on social media and thank Mike for right. being on. But uh, yep. no. Devin, have a chair. Yeah. No, yeah. basically, I just uh, reciprocated with the comment of like, well, your husband acts the exact opposite, and that's why nobody likes him. So what, what I was oh, gonna say. Oh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Shots fired ooh. without names. Off air um, stories. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, so it's, it's the guy that drives a car for his wife's ex-husband. That's all I'm saying. That um, narrows it down to so I little. I know that, it is. Um, <laughs> no, but so but my whole thing is the person that told you that is someone <laughs> that we would – no, no, I'm not saying anything. No, no, I'm not saying keep, anything You keep bad. talking. I'm just – things not, are running through my head on what I want to say, oh, okay, and I am okay. fighting so okay. hard not to <laughs> no, say No, no, but I'm saying like she, she's there. She's at racetracks every single weekend, almost like like me, you. Bobby. I love her. She's we're, a wicked nice. Oh, me the too. The nicest of ladies. Me too. Love yeah. her. But we're we're all at racetracks every weekend, so we see people win, and you know they they get out, they you know just put one foot over the door, they get out, they grab the mic, they're like, yeah, yeah. I like to thank my sponsors. Car, and my that guys. was my last super late model win. Car yeah. was good, like, and uh, hey everybody, yeah, yeah and like to thank zero, my sponsors, and zero my people care about what you have to say when yeah. you act like that. But but then I'd rather see a guy like Adam Lovejoy. Exactly. I love Adam. Yeah. Wins exactly. nine exactly. out of ten God races and he fucking cries every time. The end of my story you know was going to bring up I'm Adam sorry Lovejoy. to cut you off. No, you're good. But, you're good. But I would rather see like, yeah, Adam, you've won every other week leading up to this. But cool, you know, I still want to see that emotion versus the yeah, you know, we had a real good car. I just got to thank the guys back at the but shop. And, uh, with, the, with, with somebody acting like that in victory lane, everybody in the stands now knows what was put into making that happen? Absolutely. For, if for, you just get out and be like, yeah, I'd like to thank my guys, then you're like, oh, this is easy. I can fucking think, do this. It's not a big we deal We all, all do this. Most of us, probably the majority, heavy majority, do this because we love the thrill of winning. Like, yeah. that's yeah. I fucking, maybe not winning, but because just Because like, it doesn't the most happen the every time. And get the most you can out of it. So when you do win, it's like, fuck you. Yeah. But like, yeah. I mean, right now, Rusty is our age. He's 20. How old are you? 23? Same thing. 25. Um, 12. He's, he's working on his super late model by himself with his the grandfather. There, you I wasn't Jesus, done. Jesus, have I some respect. Done. He's over there Holy with Chum, God. his grandfather, just the two of them. By himself. By, by himself with his grandfather, because that makes sense. And, you know, <laughs> earlier. <laughs> you earlier, made my dad laugh. <laughs> earlier, you know, I was taking the body off of mine, just kind of. Truly just, by yourself. Yeah, truly by myself. And, you know, so when you go out and you actually do well and you perform in front of all these people that don't see the backside of it, it's a it's a big fucking deal. It's cool. It's like, Bobby, you work on your shit like it's when you by myself with my dad, by yourself with <laughs> your dad and a crew guy, Malcolm. Right. But Nailed when it. you do well, it's a big deal because you I just did don't it do well. It's a, fam- you don't, it's a family you, affair. You don't get to just show Come up. from a racing family. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't. No, Charlie's yeah, no. racing so, by himself. So, uh, no, to, no family to finish, to finish my point, though, I was saying so she knows you. We all know you. We, we yeah. go to the racetrack every single week, multiple times a week. Think of the kids and think of the people that go there maybe think of the kids. once. Like once every month, say. And, and they, see, they see someone get out of the car. They win a race. It's supposed to be a big event. You hear Andy Austin up in the, in the booth going nuts being like, and he's out of the car, first win, yeah. and like first one of the year, whatever. And the guy just climbs out. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, that was fun." And <laughs> well, here comes Charlie, first one of the year, and he's like doing backflips off the car like Carl Edwards and shit. Yeah, that's I was there cool. when Charlie won his first race. He caved the roof in on I his did. own race that's car. That's fucking cool. I when I before I even knew any of you, I knew Bobby for that was, a while, but before that was I a knew weird day. before I knew you, I always was a fan of Adam Lovejoy because of the passion that he the showed emotion, when he won a race. Man. 
That was I, when I was sitting in the grandstands. I would cheer for Adam Lovejoy just because I knew he was going to cry. I knew he was going to be emotional. I knew he was going to actually like be passionate about his win. Yeah, something that you remembered. Yeah, and everybody's and it, different. And and just like this isn't a shot against the ho hum. Yo, gotta thank the guys back at the shop because I'm sure they're excited too. I mean, well, like I said, my last super late model win, I was the ho hum guy. Because, but at the same time, I got back to the trailer and we were fucking shotgunning beers. And you're yeah, a fucker. like it's yeah. it's a big deal whether you accidentally back into it or you dominated the win's race a win. or you, a win's a win. You look at the Portland Press Herald on, on Monday morning. Every lap. A win is a goddamn win. Period. Yeah. When you look up back, I'm dating myself. When you look up the Portland Press Herald on Monday and you see your name at the top of the Beatridge Pro Series cool. list. It doesn't say that Tyler King had a three-quarter of a track lead, <laughs> blew up, was headed down pit road, realized that Evan Bollier was going to win, and then pulled back onto the racetrack to draw a caution, and then I beat Evan on the restart to win the race. doesn't say any of that. No, because nobody cares. That was incredibly specific. That's not exactly that, – that's exactly what <laughs> or happened. Or even, like, you know, if, if it goes the opposite direction, too, if you're listed last – it doesn't show that you led 34 of 35 laps and no, fucking wrecked. No. Yeah, my, yeah. It, it doesn't matter. My you just see coach, the stat. My That's hockey coach see. used to say that all the goals look bar down on the score sheet. So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Get, a greasy, get a greasy one. Yeah. Hockey <laughs> guy. Yeah. 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 Punch it into the net. Yeah. Do whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It just, that, that kind of grinded my gears, if oh, you good. will. Well, there's, yeah. there's that. You yeah. got that out of the way. So, just circling back to the 48, I had, holy, holy fuck, geez, that was like a 20-minute delay on that. Yeah. Did you yeah, hit that? Yeah. Hit that like 45 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to um, guess the, the one bar of service I have down here right now. Probably. Yeah, that's probably right, yeah. That makes sense. Delay. So circling back, you had Gregson. I had DiBenedetto. Gregson to me makes the most sense. Yeah, that's it, the only... we, we're on this huge boner patrol of like, we need a 16-year-old driving my cup car. Yeah. And he's well, the, the next rule's one 18, to do that. so that's going to be a Well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. We need some not, the next Jeff Gordon. Not to bring myself into the conversation. Not to bring myself into the conversation, but a lot of people you're are going to drive, drive the 48. You're drive the 48? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, no, a lot yeah, of people, good for you, Brad. He is good wearing a Hendrick hat. A lot of, he is wearing a Hendrick yeah, hat. Yeah, I'm already ready. Sense. They sent me this. Um, Jesus Christ. No, not to throw myself into the conversation. A lot of people on Twitter, verified people on Twitter, were saying Brett Moffitt to the 48 is an actual possibility. So you. Yeah, yeah, that's that was that's where I was going. I don't. Does that he, make sense though? He's in a I don't know. honestly I don't know, think I of the guys that Chevy have. He's probably the best Chevy. He's the only there one is. that has Cup experience. Yeah, he drove the he's the like MWR fifty five. That was right. a thing. Yeah, right. Uh, like then he fell minutes, back like into trucks. Cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then he fell back into trucks. Won the championship. Got booted out of the ride. Finished. I just like don't see the only thing I see against Brett Moffitt is that I don't know if he brings a ton of dollars. Yeah. That's the only thing. Yeah. Which I don't know. I know Hendrick has their own marketing department and shit like that where Ally is probably going to stay on the 48. There's a pretty good chance that once you get to the cup level, you probably don't have to bring your own money. Yeah. I mean, like Alex Bowman, he just slid right in. What up, Nationwide? Yeah. You know, True. You know, Billy Byron slid out, right though. in. Ex- ex- yeah. Nationwide's out yeah, at the end of leaving. this year or next year? I think it's this year. Yeah. So I Nationwide's so. out. Yeah. So nationwide, not on your side. So he's going to fall back on Exalta, which is also on the 24. So now he's going to have to find people to fund the other half of the season. I think, I don't know if we can all agree, but we all agreed last weekend that Exalta 24 car that's white. Fire. The, I think it's the best looking paint scheme of the year. Like, I know there's, it's debatable, but you know, that's gotta be so stupid. I don't remember what it looks like. Well, when you see it, it it's all white. It's but I remember saying it looked like good. Multi- yeah. Yeah, well, no shit. It has yeah. flames. It's the 24 car, but yeah. that's fair. I remember it looked good. Don't remember what it looked like. Well, that, since Jimmy Johnson's retiring, 83 cup Speaking wins, of, uh, seven championships. That, the, the, sorry, Brad. No, I saw someone someone on Twitter just post that the time is now for the young guys. You know, you got the guys, you think like Clint Boyer, Harvick, Truex, 
They're pretty fucking old. They're gonna. I be don't out think Clint's, I don't think Clint's around much more than a year or two. No, I, I can't see many either or any of those three really being around more than like three years. Yeah, but think of the guys you got coming up. You got well, Chase Kurt Elliott. Well, has a obviously. multi-year deal. Yeah, Kurt will be around. Yeah, Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, Blaney, Christopher Bell, Cole Custer, Tyler Reddick, William Byron, Matt Benedetto, Alex Bowman. All those guys are like twenty-five, six and under. Uh, of so. the staples, though, who's not going anywhere? Brad's not going anywhere. Kyle's not going anywhere. Denny, maybe. Oh yeah, Denny. Denny Eric could, Jones. What's Eric Jones doing? Oh, he's probably he's, he's fucking. He's going to be panhandling in Charlotte in yeah. three years. Um. <clears throat> So, yeah, oh, for NASCAR, well, a couple things. We missed this last week. It's not really big news, but it's big news for me because I like him because um, he performed way better than anyone else did in DGR equipment. Tyler Ankrum signed a deal to drive for GMS in the trucks full-time. GMS uh, shut down their Xfinity ride. That's where I was going to go when you were talking about Brett Moffat. Yeah. I was going to say, speaking of GMS, yeah, yeah. I didn't and even know they had a Bush team. Yeah, so they, yeah well, they did. <laughs> it was good two years ago. Because yeah, Chase, Chase Elliott was Chase driving ran intermittently. For it, and a couple other people ran for it, and now uh, ran – Ran it, and Springer then, Galapagos was driving yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah, and he won a race, and then John Hunter Nemechek jumped in and finished twenty third every week and wrecked. You know, and Spencer Gallagher is terrible. Yeah, the worst. Bad. Very and he bad. got worst. suspended by NASCAR for acting like he was a part of the Gallagher family from Shameless. Yes, yeah, yeah. correct. Drugs. That was, <laughs> that was a hell of a yay. Right was, no, was, yeah. was it something cooler? Like I'm pretty sure it was cocaine. Yeah, I think it was cocaine. Good for him because he got out in his interview. Was I'm gonna party like it's 1999? And he did, and then sniffed like it was. Yeah. 1999. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I, I mean, he's it, from Vegas. I mean, it's pretty easily accessible, I would assume. Oh, yeah. yeah. Must be. Yeah. Must be. If only uh, I had he a was butt. doing railers off of hookers' asses at like his dad's hotel, probably. Or, probably. I don't, yeah, you know he what probably I mean? paid a lot of money to do it, too. <laughs> that, was a, um, that was great. Another, another full-time GMS truck next year, Zane Smith. Ran a handful of races this year in the Snooze. eight car. I don't know who that he, is. He uh, he ran a handful of races in the eight car for Junior this year. I don't know who he he came out of nowhere. Like I the think- only reason I know who Zane Smith is was uh, Gary Crooks used to crew chief for Scott's Super Late Model, and Zane drove for Gary for two years and had a lot of success. Won a lot of races. Uh, ran in the top five in the Snowball Derby. Like if you if you look at his Super Late Model stats, he was pretty good. He wasn't bad in the Xfinity Series this year either. He ran ten races. I think his average finish was like eleventh, which isn't bad um, for just jumping in. Yeah, Xfinity. especially when there's only nine good cars. Yeah, yeah. So no, good for him. But um, <laughs> but yeah. So the GMS uh, took away their Xfinity program, and now they have Moffitt, Creed, Ankrum, and Smith all full time next year, which is which is good. I like to see the Truck Series with a little bit more, you know, competition. It's kind of important. Yeah, I mean, the top three. I mean, at least the Bush and the trucks, anyway. But yeah, uh, but yeah. No. So I got so, a question for you guys. I have an answer. Who is Sam Hunt in regard? Oh, uh, yeah. In oh, regards to NASCAR, this is, this is in my notes. This I don't know who this guy is. I have I don't no either. idea who he this is guy is. He is fucking hilarious. Said he's like yeah. a team Whoever. owner, team yeah. manager. Oh yeah, yeah. It's of like the twenty six Xfinity car. So this well, actually this, shout this out is, to this guy this, for being a king on Twitter. This, this is actually yeah. my weapon of the week. Okay, mine too. Wait, he's okay. So well, my my not, weapon not, is is your weapon the real Sam Hunt? No, the okay. I, so I, let's just go into it. So my <laughs> weapon of the week. Now, as many of you may know, whether it's in the news or whatever, Sam Internet. Hunt, the country singer. Driving down a back road or something. Yeah, that one. Something Gotta do with it. my eyes closed. Right. Yeah. yeah, you, you nailed body it. Body like a back <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> he got a Dewey. Good for him. Yep. Like You can probably afford it. It's okay. Now, <laughs> so, Rusty, Rusty, the only person in the world to brag about getting an OUI <laughs> in the background. But he got away with it, though. That's what's incredible. Hasn't anyway, yet. Um, so he got a Dewey. Now... Apparently, allegedly, uh, I don't know, I haven't checked my sources, there's also a NASCAR team owner 
in the Xfinity series? Allegedly. At also, Sam Hunt 22 with a blue check mark. That's the, that's the key Sam here Hunt. is the blue check yeah. mark. Also right. named Sam Hunt. Sam Hunt, no. the country singer, is just at Sam Hunt. This NASCAR team owner, I don't know how he got a blue check mark, but the blue check mark caused this guy a lot of problems and or entertainment over the past so week. So much entertainment. Now, my weapon of the week is going to be everybody roasting. Yeah. The wrong Sam, Sam Hunt, Hunt on Twitter. Yeah. If you and follow it, us on Twitter, I retweeted every single <laughs> time that he said he's something. Just like, you know, people are like, "Why the fuck are you bragging about a DUI? Like, that's so like not cool." It started like, when he quoted. He's like, "Why are you? Why are you tweeting at me?" Yeah. He why quoted are you like a, the TMZ article about Sam Hunt getting an OUI, and he's like, "I'm back on top, guys." Yeah. And someone's like, "Back on top? You're bragging about an OUI?" And he's like, "No, I'm back on top of the Sam Hunt name game. Like yeah. that guy's a piece of shit." Yeah. Like, like what? Like. The, just the you're, why are you sending me this? That was the best one I thought. Yeah, yeah. Do you have I a weapon like of the week? My weapon was the real Sam Hunt for being a multimillionaire superstar and getting an OUI in Nashville. Like stupid. When you have what? that much money, yeah. when you have that much money, how hard is it to just be like? You should be able can to you give me a ride. How do you not like? Have, yeah. How do you not have someone <laughs> driving you at, for like at like all? everywhere? Like yeah, why everywhere. are you driving at all? Like yeah, you I make everybody your peasant when you have that much goddamn money. A, you don't you don't own a limo and a driver for an that SUV limo? with tinted windows at least. Yeah, yeah. like just come throw on, up pal. in your back seat, make somebody else clean it up, and then you're gonna go for tomorrow. Exactly. Like what's your like? Hand what was your bucks? thought process? Yeah, idiot. I don't, yeah, Wick, wicked idiot. I had a I had a weapon of the week uh, written down, but I think it's more of a grinds my gears. Um, grinds your weapons. Grinds my weapons. Absolutely. Weapons of weapons. Yeah. Grinds of the week. Yes. Yes. Yep. Also yes. Uh, people who post photos of a uh, car accident, accident is in uh, quotes in this, uh, on Facebook saying, so blessed to be okay when their car has just a dent on it <laughs> from like a Walmart parking lot. Who someone, did this to you, Brad? Someone backed <laughs> up. It was actually my aunt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> up in Northern, she was in, I, I, I don't remember. Thoughts and prayers. Someone yeah, sideswiped her car while she wasn't in it at a Walmart parking lot. Well, I don't even Hashtag know if blessed. Have, yeah, I don't know if they have Walmarts. <laughs> probably a shop and save. And... She posted on Facebook. Yikes. Dating yourself, so, shop and save. So bl- it's well, been Hannaford for at least a well, seventeen years. Well, she's from Northern Maine, so Northern Maine Kmart. still has shop and saves. Like really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. And like Tim Hortons are everywhere. I learned something. It's neat. Yeah. Uh, so she got sideswept in a parking lot. Posted it on Facebook saying, "So blessed, so thankful. I wasn't in the car. Uh, glad to be okay." Uh, you weren't even in the car. She was in the store. Shut up. Nobody cares. Yeah. Weapon. Like, like grinds my gears too. <laughs> like both of them grinds my weapons. Unbelievable. Like I got into a car accident. Like I get posting it on Facebook. Like I posted mine because a Nissan truck was parked on my hood. They don't usually go there. Not usually the hood. hood or don't belong there. Right. Yeah, and I posted it with like a sarcastic. Like I was obviously fine. The car was totaled, but whatever. But uh, yeah, no, grinds my weapons. Bob, your dad. What did, your dad's what did an you just do to fix that? Well, what did oh, I do? Oh, no. yeah. What did so, I do wrong? You shut the fuck up. <laughs> Bobby's dad's so, weapon so is there's Bobby. Like, there's a big big thing happening right now in the background. We're, we're at the Batcave, and there's a bunch of lights How that did you figure work, that out? And Bobby, or BT3, wired them originally. They were wrong. So BT2 fixed it, and now BT3 is pissed. Yeah. Google, you don't know how to fucking use Google. G- girls, girls, you're both pretty. <laughs> uh, my weapon of the week is electrician Bobby. Yeah. Oh, 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 shit. Oh, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Now he's trying to flip Rusty's car. Over. He could have succeeded if yeah, he wanted he was to. That was close. crazy. Wicked I could close. have done that very way easier than I expected. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Bobby never missed an arm day. Um, okay, that so we've done weapons of the week. We've done <sighs> grinds our gears. Uh, one thing I have in the notes too: Cody Connor back at it again. Oh, oh Jesus! Um, <laughs> <laughs> post 
a follow-up video admitting fault to being an idiot and apologizes to both Tom Mayberry and the Pro All-Star Series. Uh, I personally, probably a day late and a dollar short. I don't know your thoughts on that. He did that last week, and I refused to listen to it. I, so it I, was, I, I listened to it just because I needed the content. He has such a lack of awareness that the, the video that we had a fucking field day with last week is yes. still going on the internet. Oh. Can you stop? Yeah. <laughs> Anyone just heard the squeaking in the background? That was a chair. Megan's like did the Bills score a touchdown? Flop. No. Like, oh. No. They're, they're, they're like backed up on their one-yard line. She's oh, having God. an aneurysm. Um, what a show. Yeah, so one last bit of racing news. We're really picking and trying to find some fucking content to talk about. Uh, Fans Choice. Now uh, Track Pass on NBC Sports uh, Gold, I guess. Uh, the entire track, uh, track Pass package is $5 per month or uh, $45 for the year. It's actually pretty neat. Nah, NASCAR, the NASCAR Roots package is uh, ARCA, Modifieds, Grassroot Racing, and Select NASCAR Practice and Qualifying. $3 a month, $20 a year. That's worth it's it. It's still worth it to watch the Modifieds. Yeah, absolutely. The, the IMSA package is $3 too or $20 for the year. Yeah, AFT. road course racing. Yeah, so no one's going to buy that. But I guess uh, the Roots one's neat. So is that it? We got uh, our, our uh, uh, anyracingnews.com news of the week. Do we what is it? Yeah, what, is it? what do we got? Hold on, let's try this. I have one more thing. Breaking news. <laughs> and now Bobby with the weather. Uh, I'll add that to the board. That was uh, I did not know. And what here's was... Mike Ordway with sports. <laughs> and Mike left, but I fucking I knew that was going to be hysterical. That was worth our time for I, sure. Every time I see Mike, I ask him about the big game coming up this weekend. <laughs> the guy and, uh... threw it. The guy didn't catch it. The other guy <laughs> celebrating. <laughs> Go blue. <laughs> I almost <laughs> urined all over my uh, So, uh, So the anyracingnews.com news of the week. Uh, my phone's at 1%. Let's see if we can get through this. Uh, multi-year hiatus modified racing series will return to Star Speedway as a part of the Star Classic weekend. Uh, if you've never been to a Star Classic weekend, go. It's the greatest weekend of the year in racing. Uh, they'll be on the Friday night portion of the show. Uh, short track showdown. We talked about this last week. The short track showdown, not a thing at Loudon anymore. So the American Canadian Tour. And the Pro All-Star Series took it upon themselves to create their own. So in April of next spring. I think I'll go to that. I'm going to go to that. The American Canadian Tour, the Pro All-Star Series Super Late Models, an open tour type modifieds, and the street stocks will all race. So everybody needs to go and support that for sure. Because yeah. the biggest problem with the, the mini stock tour not no, going is because it costs oh. way too goddamn much for them and they didn't break or get enough money in return for it. The so. problem with that, though, is that it's in the middle of the season, so it's tough True. for people to go. Um, I think this will, you know, if it's a Sunday show, I'm all in, which it probably won't be. It's yeah. a Saturday, it's probably so I won't open be practice there, on Friday because we got to have open practice to sell way too many tires. Yes, yeah, well, any passes. really pavement racing in general, you need seven days of practice for which whatever is reason. Or foolish. If, or if you go dirt racing, you get three laps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you uh, all done your notes, Charlie? I think that's a yes. Um, oh, no, I got what just happened. I'm going to end the show whenever you're done. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So, my dad's smashing ladders into things. He almost smashed I, his face off the middle run. <laughs> when he hit the beam, and oh, I, I, I almost no. pedaled. I have, but, I have uh, one last thing. Um, it, this is from, like, drunk Brian France on Twitter, so it's a parody <laughs> account. So take it a as Legitimate source. Yeah, yeah. But it, look, it seems pretty legitimate. I meant to show it to you guys earlier, but Bobby was wiring things that weren't going to work, and Charlie was taking body panels off his car. Um, so, potential scandal unfolding uh, in NASCAR. Lap 242 of 300 at Homestead. Uh, competition director, if I can pull the name up real quick, uh, Scott Eggleson uh, radios the 15 premium motorsports car and asks them uh, a question that a competition director probably shouldn't be asking. 
power steering problem there, Peter. Uh, yeah, we could, yeah, yeah. I mean, let me know. That was it, but did you hear what he said? That was a competition no, director you have, coming you in. you have a tire problem there, don't no, you? No, no, he, he came in and he said, hey, you got a power steering problem there, whatever the guy's name was, and the crew chief goes, uh, uh, uh yeah, yeah, uh, uh, let me know. That was a competition director radioing the 15 car on the track saying, do you have a potential power steering problem? Assuming, I don't, take it, what you, take it with what you, like, as you will or whatever, but a lot of people are commenting that this was like, because it was 242 of 300 at Homestead. This was under a long green flag stretch uh, at, at the end of the race. Assuming that they were going to try to get a caution without throwing a debris, Joey Logano's not in the lead caution with like napkins on the back stretch or whatever. Right. I, that's all I can assume because that was, that was radioed, you know, competition director. The fix is in. Yeah. Should, should not be Big uh, caution radioing. Was, was in on this. Uh, but I was trying to think like what would they be, you know, what would they be throwing a caution for? Because the only thing that I could think of was – if they had it, because sports are weird, because you could fix sports pretty easily, mm. you know, realistically. And I was thinking, like, maybe just they would, uh, they would if you ever want to talk about sports being fixed, Google Tim Donahue. Yes. And just read. Yeah, yeah. And you'll figure it out yeah, yeah. pretty quickly. So I was trying to figure out if this maybe might have been Donahue? a thing. If, if Donahue? Truex got close enough and Truex won, maybe they didn't want to see Truex win. I, I know I didn't. Thing, yeah, that was the only thing that I could think of. Well, I mean, uh, what would be, have better ratings? Like, what, what's easier know. though is to just give some guy a twenty dollars bill and have him put the left front on the right front and have him have to come back in. Yeah, that, that makes sense. But I would have given Martin Truex's crew all the twenty dollars bills to <laughs> fuck up like that every yeah. time. I was like, they to, get paid way too much money for that. Not. Well, it's because they took a week off. I called it. it yeah, he, Bobby did actually <laughs> did call, call that. Writing call was on the wall. I was trying to figure out what that what that really meant, but scared uh, money doesn't make money. You know that, right? Yes. Yep. Learn that. Yep. yep. Now. Mm-hmm. The, Scared uh, pickers don't make good pickers. Right. right. Correct. You get it. Yep. We get, get it. it. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. So are we, are the, we the done? I think we're done here. I'm cold. It's starting to get cold. So, we got to turn the heat back. So on. I just have I have one comment here. Uh, I've unfortunately forgot about it the last couple of weeks, but uh, when I was in the going to college in Ohio, University of Northwestern Ohio, I had a, a teacher, uh, professor, eventually became a good friend of mine, Mike Stryker. <laughs> Um, yes. Unfortunately, had a heart attack a couple weeks ago and passed away uh, in the morning. Uh, he was known for building midgets. He's in the Midget Hall of Fame. He's, midgets is in the race cars, not the little correct, people. Correct, not little people. He was not building little people. Uh, Sorry, Dan. Uh, very, very profound human being. Taught us a lot. Was never afraid to answer a question or tell you if you were fucking up. Um, bought him many root beer floats and steak dinners because of something stupid I did in the machine shop or fab shop. So hell of a uh, fabricator. So yeah, heard. built uh, very good with the open wheel used cars. To, used to build like Jeff built Gordon's, some supers. Used to build Jeff Gordon's midgets before he became uh, a big deal. Yep. Um, Mike Stryker, good dude. I've seen a lot. We're gonna miss him, but uh, we'll see him again someday. Yeah. So I, I think saw, this saw has been episode forty. Sorry. Yeah. Shout out VIP Tire Sales and Service. Shout out Star Speedway. Um, friends Next. of the program. Yep. I think we're done. That's it. Yep. Episode. Thanks, Mike Ordway uh, Jr. Episode. Sterling Marlin. Sterling Dan Marlin. McKaig. Episode. Dan McKaig. Episode. Dan Marlin. Dan Marlin. I think that's it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Hit the music. It's big pimpin', baby. That's right. Big pimpin', spinning cheese. Cheese, 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 cheese. You know why? Fuck them, hug them, love them, leave them, but I don't.
don't trust or need them. Take them out the hood, keep them looking good. With diamond cuts that'll freeze them. First time they fuss, I'm breezing. Talk about what's the reasons. I'm a pimpin' every sense in the word, my mind. Better trust and believe them. In the cut where I keep them. Till I need to work, till I need to beat it up. Then it's BB, then I'm picking them up. Then I play with it quick in the truck. <laughs> Many chicks wanna put jigger fist in cups. Divorce them and split his bucks. Just because you got good sex, I'ma break bread so you could be living it up. I cross with nothing, y'all be frontin', me give my heart to a woman, not for nothing, never happen, I be forever mackin', hardcore as assassins, I got no passion, I got no patience, and I hate waiting. mommy catch you, listen here, let's ride, ah, 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 check them out now, ride, ah, 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 let's ride, ah, Coming straight up out the black barrio Makes a meal of all for sorry boy. Cause sit back and beat my scenario Oops, my bad, that's my scenario No, I can't f***ing scary boy. Now every time, every place, everywhere we go So I'll stop pointing and say, there he go Now he know we carry more in a little bit We don't pull it out And if you catch a lick when I spit Then it won't be a little hit Go read a book, you illiterate Son of a bitch, step up your vocab Don't be surprised with me and you see it's coming down on your slab Living get so fabulous, so mad You just can't take it But you hate not and you wait While I get your hit but naked Just break it You gotta pay like you wait wet With two pairs of clothes on I get the ass in the back As a blast to the track Timberland, let me spit my pros on Post it up in the pro zone That's the track that we breaking these zones Ain't the track that we flow on Get hot, start popping like ozone We keep on front like we really don't get no bigger, man. Don't trip, let's sip, get thrown on the flip and blow. Big pimpin', bigger man. We be big pimpin', spinning cheese. We be big pimpin' on BLADs. We be big pimpin' down in PAT. It's just that jigger man, pimp C and B U and B. Cause we be big pimpin', spinning cheese. And we be big pimpin' on BLADs. Paid. Getting it right through customs. It'll sell by the night. It's actually white. Look, 
I got so many that the man find out in the land be in jail for life. But I'm still big pimping, spin the cheese with Bun B, Pimp C, and Timothy. We got chicks in the back of the truck, laughing it up. Jigga man, that's what's up. We be 